1: we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our games And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face
0: And it is indeed good morning from the Concrete Gang, as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as you can be in spring, with hay fever becoming prevalent and hot and cold conditions changing on a daily basis. If you can have four seasons in one day in Melbourne, you can have eight during spring. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, Warren.
2: Absolutely correct. Uh, An absolutely beautiful week for most of the week and uh, back to winter. It's unbelievable,
0: isn't it? Absolutely unbelievable. And we have a new chum with us this morning with a list of absentees, which is unbelievable. Uh, But we won't dwell on that. We're welcoming aboard young Malcolm. Good morning. How are we all? (laughs) And Malcolm's looking after the panel for us. Uh, And uh, we are going to continue with the show regardless of absentees. String beans decided he's off doing something which is terribly important and uh, other people can't get out of bed, and so it goes. But never mind, let's talk about the week that was. And I think the first thing we need to talk about is the uh, big rally during the week in support of the sacked workers at CUB in Abbotsford. Big day out.
2: Big, big day out. Big day out last last Thursday uh, scabby the rat in attendance fantastic and there was some brilliant speeches down there at uh, afl house i got to say i uh i cheated a bit i called a cab from the office down to afl house with a few others and uh uh what a great march it was through uh through the streets there through uh Etihad, up through uh southern cross station uh and then uh to parliament house where there was a few more uh a few more speeches and uh Good to see a few politicians on board, a few people, a few pollies uh, starting to get on board this uh, CUB 55 about time too I have to say, 12 weeks, it's been a long time, too long some might say, um, but anyway a fantastic day out and couldn't have asked for a better day weather wise.
0: Indeed and so some people enjoyed it so much that when I went to a meeting at the end of the day up at the uh, Spring Street end of town they were still in a certain establishment on the corner,
2: still convivialising, were they I think that's convivializing. the word. convivializing they were yes Indeed, I see but
0: not with the Carlton United product
2: no there was uh, there was plenty of high vis vests seen through uh, tinted windows in particular establishments uh, on Thursday afternoon late
0: yes at late. lunchtime they were just sitting in the streets anyway uh, to be serious about it, this is a matter that has gone on far too long. It demonstrates yet again the flaws in the Fair Work Act. There are rorts going on everywhere, whether it's 7-Eleven, McDonald's, whatever is apparently uh, okay under the Fair Work Act is now found to be uh, flawed seriously. And at the same time, there are all these other, shall we say, stratagems that the employers can follow which allowed them to get out of their responsibilities. And, of course, on Friday morning, spokesperson for CUB said, well, they're not our employees. It's nothing to do with us. Yeah, typical. We just got rid of the previous subcontractor who actually took over those blokes from uh, the direct uh, employees of Carlton United in that, the old that's days. That's
2: right. That's right. They were, they were direct employees, maintenance workers. Was, were uh, were sacked, but uh, the co- subcontractor that took over at the time employed the blokes on the same terms and conditions, yes. and now it's come up for renewal again, and uh, they've said no, uh, you're not going to do it. But we had some great news though, and we've reported it last week. The uh, our uh, our friends at uh, Skilled, because that's who they really are, yeah. um, walked away from the contract. So now we're just waiting for the brewery to do the right thing and re-employ those blokes on the same terms and conditions. Um, But you're right, the Fair Work Commission, the EBA that they were to go back in on, if they they did go back, was voted on by a couple of blokes up in Queensland who'd never been in the game before. Um, There's something seriously wrong when that can happen.
0: And it does happen on a pretty regular basis, as well as all the other rorts that go on. And we'll deal with a couple more during the show. Because there's lots of people out there burning companies, phoenixing companies, and trying to avoid their financial and moral obligations. But never mind, we'll come to that. But one thing that should be said, Colin, you mentioned politicians suddenly appearing. Yes. Methinks that, being absolutely cynical about them, uh, there must be a media opportunity coming up. Indeed. Because clearly there is now talk of a Senate inquiry into uh, CUB and uh, all the problems with uh, employment uh, not being protected by the Fair Work Act. That just sounds like an opportunity for some politicians to parade themselves around.
2: Indeed, because I believe there's going to be a few prominent ones turning up shortly to uh, the brewery for a bit of a chat with the boys. So that does... uh opportunity does uh, seem to be appearing.
0: Yes, indeed, and uh, I might just as an afterthought suggest that maybe some of those people were actually in Parliament, uh, the Federal Parliament, when the Fair Work Act was introduced and it was criticised at the time, but I know it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. (laughs) The bread got toasted. In fact, it got over-toasted. But never mind. Thanks, Julia. Yet again, thanks, Julia, thanks, Bill. The Fair Work Act is not a decent piece of legislation. The bosses hate it, but they hate it for the few things they did give unions, and I think unions don't like it because, basically, you've got a situation where in some state which has a group of casual employees voting on an agreement which has absolutely nothing to do with a workplace in Victoria, if that can happen under the Fair Work Act, there's something seriously wrong.
2: Indeed. And isn't that another word in the uh, English language that has been destroyed, the word fair? (laughs) Oh, Disgraceful. Oh,
0: dear. Never mind. But we should mention that there is lots of things happening under the Fair Work Act which are inappropriate uh, and... One of those, we're moving on, is Esso, our good friends, owned by Exxon, the multinational American oil and gas company, who have decided down at Longford, as we mentioned last week, to require police checks. Now, these blokes have been on the job for over two years, doing all the construction, and now, for national security reasons... Uh, and uh, let's be fair, there could be in a, uh, a big petrochemical plant uh, some issues uh, of danger to the community. But I would have thought if you were a terrorist or you were someone who were out to sabotage the thing, you'd do it back at the stage where you're building it, not at the stage where you're commissioning it, where everything is in place. But never mind, our good friends Esso did attend the Fair Work Commission last week along with CBI, who have it in their contract, not that they told the unions, but they have it in their contract that anyone going in to commission the uh, plant at the end of the job will be required to have a uh, clean police record. And uh, let's just say nobody in this world, or at least very few, have got an absolutely clean police record because a police record is not just convictions... It's also charges that may have been withdrawn. Uh, There is also records of people being interviewed. All that stuff is on a record, which is now available through these specialist, uh, shall we say, agents of the Australian Crime Commission who are out there in the commercial world selling this information to people.
2: Well, you know, if I wasn't being a little bit suspicious... I reckon that's just a really convenient way to exclude unionised labour from the commissioning process.
0: Indeed, right when
2: the agreement is up for renewal. Oh, well, how <laughs> convenient is that? So we yeah. can, now, we, we're, now we're using that uh, bullshit excuse to get rid of blokes. Unbelievable.
0: Indeed. But uh, the situation down at Longford is that the delegates and the organisers have uh, tried to hold the line, and now there's a little bit of backpedalling, certainly on the part of CBI. Uh, our good friends from SO, of course, deny all responsibility and told the Commission, basically, it's nothing to do with you and you can't do anything to us because they're not our employees. There's another problem with the Fair Work Act, isn't it? You can make a decision about someone's employment and you're not the actual employer... That you're telling you're the actual employer what they will do. And there again, your employment is terminated. Your employment is in jeopardy. Now, if that's the Fair Work Act, there's a few problems. Anyway, let's move on to the next Fair Work Act problem. I'm on a roll here. Yes. Thanks, Julia. You're giving me plenty to talk about.
2: Like I said, the word fair. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Kane Construction, oh. another favourite.
2: Oh, absolute favourite there. From the Blue the blue Ridge set, um, Keynes, well, where do we start, Warren?
0: Where do we start? Well, we start with the fact that they refused to issue the notice of Reps' rights, which is a requirement under the Fair Work Act, which drags the whole negotiating process out by an, an enormous amount of time. Uh, they were negotiating. Discussions had taken place within the terms of the Fair Work Act. And then, of course, they don't issue the notices. We have to take them to the Fair Work Commission weeks and weeks and weeks after the event. We finally get an order saying they've got to issue the notice and they've got to start negotiating. So they couldn't negotiate straight away. So that took another two weeks. Then there was negotiations and then they go, well, we don't like this and we don't like that, but we can't quantify what we do like. We can't tell you alternate clauses. We can't really do anything very much uh, except say we don't like things without even going into the reasons. And uh, they talk about productivity. They talk about the code, even though the 14 code doesn't exist. They They want to talk about plenty of that. But at the end of it all, we are now four weeks down the track from when the Commission said we're going to start negotiating. And basically, things have gone nowhere. So the next course of action, of course, is an application for protected action. Oh, please. So now, we go through a process whereby we'll now spend X number of weeks getting a ballot for protected action. That will have to be passed by the employees. That will then have to be ticked off by the Fair Work Commission, another fair example of fairness. And uh, at the end of it all, they might we might actually force them to sit down and actually negotiate properly. So, folks, if you reckon we've got a problem with the Fair Work Act, use your right. And I think any employee, whatever protections were put into that Act by the Gillard government, they are outweighed markedly, by all the disadvantages and the disincentives to people to actually just get on with their affairs, often in a situation where it could all be over and done with in a very short time. But if you can save a few bucks, I think that's what canes are doing. Oh, and
2: they're they they're trying to save more bucks than signing the EBA. The number of their jobs at the moment, they're um, telling the uh, boys on the job, listen, we're not supplying amenities on this job, we're just going to use the, the amenities that uh, are provided... Uh, by the school or the university or the we're hospital, quiet. so we starting the construction workers starting to share with the uh, the general public, and uh, I think that's how they think they're going to save a couple of bucks, Warren, by uh, not having to hire a couple of couple of dunnies. I mean that's that's ordinary. Oh,
0: Canes have got more portable dunny units up at Shepherd than where they keep their gear than any company I know. But anyway, I suppose you have got to pay to have it cleaned, and that's a problem.
2: That's that's right.
0: Righto, we might cut to a track, and uh, just a little reminder, we work to live, not live to work. This is a song about all how come I love my suburb. it's called Live, Work & Play.
1: Yeah, i a genius, i see
0: Go the sports and uh, live, work and play. And uh, for all the boys who played on Thursday, I hope you fronted on Friday because you weren't probably going to get a start on Saturday. Well, That's the golden rule, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Got a front on Friday. We got a front. Got a front. Anyway, they probably all needed to have a little bit of uh, time away from work. Bit of a blowout. Yeah. Just to take the, uh, the stress off because there's been plenty of stress. Uh, This year, it's been a miserable winter, and uh, people have still been out there pushing jobs. You look around the city at the moment, you look in some of the suburban jobs too, it has been a pretty productive year. Absolutely. There's some jobs going up. Jobs that only work uh, five days a week are still going up at a rate of knots. Indeed. So, folks, uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, don't forget, we work to live not live to work. Righto, Colin. There's a few people who are being very unchristian christian and uh, one of those is a major company in Australia, McAleese Transport, who own a whole lot of other companies and their demise is affecting our members. Correct. Uh, McAleese Transport from
2: Mackay up in uh, Mango Munchin country. Uh, they've uh, decided to put uh, their crane hire company in uh, in victoria into administration walter wright otherwise known as national cranes otherwise known as high rig so that really just says it all just there doesn't it yeah. really really uh but yes they've uh they had a vote a couple of weeks ago the uh the shareholders and they couldn't decide whether they were gonna close the doors or keep going so they've decided to keep going with a third party administrator who's now running the business um the boys aren't sure about their uh, entitlements because, lo and behold, they got their pay slips the other day and uh, all annual leave entitlements and any other entitlements they had were zeroed out. So they opened their pay slips and all of a sudden it's zero, zero, zero. And then another little letter saying, you have to let us know, well, let the administrator know what you think the company owes you. Well, a good start would be put the stuff back that was on the pay slips last week. <laughs> That'd be a good start. Yep. Um so, but that's not going to bode well for the business because uh, it is EBA time. Um, obviously, you know, yep. it's uh, there's problems, and uh, yeah, let's just uh, we'll keep an eye on that one very
0: closely, and uh, we'll make sure all the boys get all their entitlements. Uh, it's a constant problem this year, particularly in January. There was a big spike in uh, the number of companies who discontinued. Shall we say, who dropped off the radar as far as uh, being contributors to Inkalink and so on? And uh, you think to yourself, well, the overall numbers of people covered by the schemes has not gone down, but the number of employers has gone down, and of course what you've got is people discontinuing and then reemerging. And our good friends, Coconuts is one of those, and they owe 109 thousand dollars to Seabus. They thought, uh, get rid of one company, you start another company, and your liabilities have disappeared. Sorry, transmission of business. So now we've got down to the very difficult stage of working out uh, how they're going to pay off the money they owe.
2: Indeed, and they're getting some very poor advice from wherever they're getting it from, because if you're going to phoenix your company, it's not like, just forget about all those debts and we'll start again. As Warren has just said, it is a transmission of business. So any debts you have with the old company, carry over to the new one, correct?
0: Correct. And there is certainly an attitude afoot around the country to uh, basically use the letter of the law to save yourself a few bucks and stuff the employees. Mm -hmm. And so if there is going to be a Senate inquiry, it better be a good one because there's a lot of stuff going on which is everyone trying things on where they've never gone before.
2: Well, it is a, an issue uh, in our industry, a huge issue, and there's tons of meat on the bone there. So, if yep. they can't get a decent Senate inquiry out of that, they'll get they'll never be able to do anything.
0: And how much tax is being avoided to allow people to increase their profits? Because all the money seems to disappear before the uh, company actually goes into liquidation. So there's no assets. And next minute, uh, all the liabilities to the tax office have disappeared.
2: Yep. And there's, so what's that? No GST? Gone.
0: No, no income tax, group payments, all that stuff. Anyway, can't be all bad news. No. Cheerio to Ronan Pringle. ho, ho, ho. Cheerio Ronan. Cheerio. Ta for now. Ronan, you've
2: had the uh A B Double C on speed dial for a long time. Um you've never forgotten their number, but they forgot you, and you are now forgotten. And I'm sure you will you will Phoenix somewhere too, somewhere. <laughs> but uh you will only go downhill.
0: Indeed. As uh... others
2: have. There is plenty more it's been a big year for uh these construction managers uh There must have been some sort of music going on, because they've been playing Uh, musical chairs. They've been
0: playing musical chairs. Unfortunately, you don't see the end of them when you hope. Yes. Anyway?
2: Yes. Uh, My favourite union function of the year, I have to say, uh, because I love that early morning beer buzz when I pop out into Collins Street at about 11.30, and it's like, whoa, where did that come from? The grand final breakfast. It's, um, on, again it's on again this year. It's on again this year. Don't know who's going to be in the grand final. I'm not going the early crowd. My team's certainly not going to be there. But uh, get your tickets now. Tables are already going pretty fast. It is a fantastic function. It is a fundraiser, uh, and uh, always a great, great uh, morning. AFL stars. It's just one of those mornings. You get up, you get dressed up, and you go come into town. You have a beautiful breakfast couple of drinks uh, with good company um, and always a great, great show. Mike Brady always in attendance up there, Kazali One day uh, in October. Uh, the grand final is actually on the 1st of October this year. So it'll be the one day in October they'll sing that song again. Always a great, great morning. So get in and get your ticket fast.
0: Indeed. Now, Scullywags. Well, CUB get nominated again. SO, I think they deserve a nomination. Canes. Canes, yes. A little mob that you've got out in Burwood. Yeah,
2: Osco. Osco out there building, you know, those little apartment builders. They don't think they have to have handrails or kick kickers or any any of the basic stuff that that protects our members from, you know, slips, trips and falls. They they are those three things are the number one uh killer and uh and and, and maimer of our employees and simple stuff like that is just gotta be a no brainer. But unfortunately, some of those jobs, it uh, doesn't even come into, uh, come into play. It's just production, production, production. So, Osco, you are uh, one of our wags of the
0: week. And uh, ADCO. Been uh, telling some of their subcontractors, don't sign an EBA, wait, wait, wait. And when they indicate they want to sign the EBA, they're getting told, now we're telling you, don't do it. And last but not least, for the Sookie Lawas, our mates at Coconuts, boys and girls, cheerio to uh, our good friend uh, Roxanne, listen kids, you're in trouble, paying it off over 22 months, when you might not last another two months is not the uh, acceptable way of doing business. But they're going to get the sookie lala because it wasn't their fault. They paid for advice, blah, 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 blah. But who are we going for for Scallywag?
2: Ooh, gee, they're all all good contenders. I think we've got to go with Cub, though, don't we? We've got to go Uh, go with CUB. Spilt 370,000 litres of booze uh, this week too. Uh, Lack of maintenance there at the brewery. Flooded, flooded the uh, underground sort of caverns that run around under the brewery. Um, pipe burst, no maintenance, 370,000 litres. God. Jesus,
0: we could have just taken the boys down there <laughs> after the rally. They would have cleaned it up. <laughs> Take a, Give them a straw each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it would have been a big day down at CUB because you've won Scallywag of the Week and Coconuts have won Sookie La La. So we're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Win. win. If you don't fight, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going to go out with a little bit of our good friend, Peter Tosh. Get up, stand up.
1: Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up.